We are given one life, full of billions of small and large decisions, to be somebody, to change, to be kind, to give hope, to become a better person, and to leave a lasting impact on this planet. It is a decision to be made every single day while your heart is still beating. We've made our decision. Absence of clothing. Atheist and science-based apparel and merchandise. Donating 50% of our profits to charity. Look good and feel good, without God. Check us out at absenceofclothing.com and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest for discount codes and other sweet swag. Speaking of discount codes and sweet swag, why don't you head on over to absenceofclothing.com, type in the promo code EVILTWINS, and you will get 10% off. Not only will you get 10% off, but you're going to do something good for the world. Please give back, people. Hey, Brad. What's up? I know you're really getting into this whole beer thing now, aren't you? A little. Well, Old Town Brewing has done something amazing. What's that? They are the gold medal winners at the Great American Brew Festival in 2015. Wow, that's pretty impressive. They've created a beer called Shanghai IPA. Shanghai? Shanghai. Okay. It refers to the tunnels underneath the uh, Old Town Brewing residence in Old Town Portland. Nice. So take a sip of this bad boy. <sighs> that's pretty damn good. Do you like notes of floral? I like notes of floral. Citrus? It's pretty good. What about grapefruit? Nah. Well, this lightly sweet, heavily hopped beer is the one for you then, minus the grapefruit. Cool. So why don't you go ahead and go over to Old Town Brewing, check out their beer, check out their pizza, check out all the shit they do. The information contained in this podcast is for entertainment use only. Please don't take a single word these two assholes say seriously. I'm Thad. I'm Brad. And we are the Evil Twin Podcast. Well, what's the goal here? To continue making as much money as they can for as long as they can before they get busted. First of all, props to you for knowing about the Septuagint and the Vulgate. Yeah. So I'm beyond third grade? Wait. <laughs> we're, we're saying first year graduate school here. Like, that was, that was impressive. Yeah. Some of the most compelling theories of personal identity rooted essentially in your preferences, your likes, your dislikes, your experiences, your memories. That's, that's essentially who you are. That's all you are. And then the most unexpected to me... But delightful, this emergence of ayahuasca. In understanding the self, or in creating an image of the self, we also create an image of the other or the not-self simultaneously. So we, we create subject and object in the same moment. But really, this teaches us that we create our own environments, that we gravitate toward those things in our environments that please us based on who we are genetically speaking. You know, in yoga, people say namaste, the Sanskrit word for the divine in me honors the divine in you. It's the same concept. When enough of us live from our ruach, from our divine connection, we can't help but repair the world. Welcome to the Evil Twin Podcast. Ted Cruz comes out of the closet. Three days after the seventh GOP debate, Ted Cruz has admitted to Evil Twin News that he can't stand living a lie one more day. After standing on that Fox News stage front and center without my usual counterpart, Donald Trump, I came to the realization that I missed him. Cruz continued with a single tear dripping slowly and sensuously down his freshly shaven baby face. In my hotel room the night after the debate, 
I couldn't stop thinking about him. Donald. As the thoughts of him swirled through my head, my body started sending me undeniable signals. As I was getting tucked into my bed, I couldn't help myself. I reached under the covers and... It was at that point that the Skype connection with Ted Cruz went dead. However, later that day, he sent us a text simply saying, I'm gay. Good for you, Senator Cruz. This is Jerry Esteban for Evil Twin News, signing off. Dude, I just can't get enough of that fucking song. I know. Did you see it? Finally, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, so Adam and I went. My oldest son, my uh-huh. 19-year-old son, Adam, as if you don't know, but I'm telling them, so fuck you. Um, we finally went and watched Star Wars, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens. And Did you see I, the 3D or just the reggae? I, I had to go to, into the 3D full-on because I just mm-hmm. wanted to experience that, but I have heard since that the 2D is actually better. Yeah, I saw the 2D. I, what um, did you think? Ribby doesn't like 3D. Oh, so we don't we don't do 3D with him. Okay, so I just saw the 2D, which is cheaper, so that's nice. That's nice. (laughs) It's nice that this time cheaper is better, which is rarely the case. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was fuck, dude. I just felt like I was Remy's age again. I know watching that thing. I was just like, wow, this really took me back to the 70s. Yeah, it reminded me most of the uh, the Empire Strikes Back mm -hmm. of of the three original. It had the it had this sort of grittier feel to it, like the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, which I thought was a smart move because, in my opinion, that was definitely the best of yeah all of the Star Wars movies. I I thought it I thought it captured this sort of Star Wars vibe that only it can really. Anyways, I mean, it felt like Star Wars, but different, you know? Yeah, so. like the sets, the way that they did the, sh- the shots, the, mm-hmm. s- the shot selection, obviously the, you know, apparel and yeah. hair and just all well, And it. the weird little jokes. That's, yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing that makes it Star Wars is there's this sense of, like, not taking itself seriously yeah. that I like. Yeah, and um, I, th- I thought they got away with that in the, mm-hmm. in the most recent three. What was your favorite spoiler? Um, I mean, because we, it's out. It's been out long enough to where if, we can talk about if you it. Say, if you have to say spoiler alert at this point, yeah. then fuck you. Get get a life. Get a life. Watch the damn movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. My favorite spoiler. It was funny because everybody talked about ooh, you know, don't tell anybody else what happened. There's mm-hmm. all these big. I didn't. I, I just sort of innately knew what not to talk about. That, but also it didn't. I, nothing surprised me. Yeah. Even though I didn't know anything going into it, like nothing. I was like, oh, cool. Fuck so it. when Luke Han Solo gets killed and Luke's mm-hmm. there, and I figured Luke would be there. They talked about him the whole damn movie. They referenced him several yeah. times. But when he came out of the closet and as a you know crossdresser, as a yeah, a female know. Jedi, you know, he was trying to get everyone to. That part just, you know, sort of a it, Bruce it's just Jenner. been so much in the news lately that it didn't surprise me. Yeah. But I, yeah. the fact that Luke is now a woman, I think is, you know, is an interesting twist. Yeah, but you can't, I can't take it seriously until she changes her name. Right. I wonder what she's going to change it what, to. What would, what, Luca? What would be a Yeah, good, Luca. No, because that's like an Asian. That's a, hmm. you know, male name. Hmm. Huh. I guess. Did so. I say Asian? We'll let them. <laughs> no, it's not Asian at all. Italian. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it was a good movie. I, I'm I uh, I'm excited to see what happens in yeah. the rest of the series, and uh, hopefully it has a little bit more of a you know kind of classic old school Jedi feel to it. Yeah, I, I'd like you to know. see some more Jedi action because it was isn't that part of the series after um, 
the Return of the Jedi, there's this whole series that kind of happened where didn't like Luke and Leia go off and create like a Jedi school and like Are you talking about like a like an animated series? I don't know. I thought there was a, bo- a series of books where like it was kind of about the Jedi <sighs> I more. I don't I don't really keep up with I'm not that a much. Star Wars. There's the Clone Wars. Say, but... The Clone Wars series is pretty cool. It's an animated series that was on cartoon. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking I think it was book I think it was a bunch of books. books. I could hmm. be fucking talking out of my ass. I don't know. Yeah, who knows. Whatever. The whole Jedi thing is what I'm into anyways. Yeah. I like that whole aspect of Do you it. like feeling the force? Um, are you a dark sider? I like it. Are you Some... a dark sider or a light sider? Damn, I don't know, man. <laughs> is there a middle path? <laughs> That's what I think is missing yeah. in in the uh, in the Jedi um, theology is the middle path. Yeah, just sort of not taking a, uh, a stand either way. Yeah, it's why do we have to have a light side and a dark side? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I guess there does. Kind of, it seems like there has to be that. It seems like that's part of what existence. I think yes. most things are a little bit of both. Yeah. Most people would be a little dark and a little light. I mean, even, yeah. even Donald Trump has a little bit of light. Yeah, in for sure. I just had this conversation recently with somebody else where we were talking about how we as humans love to just put people in these boxes. Mm-hmm. Like that person's this or this person's that. But it's not really the case. I mean, that person, like Hitler, actually mm-hmm. is who we were talking about. <laughs> And even Hitler, uh-huh. even Hitler was obviously a large percentage of him was a bad guy. I mean, evil to the world mm-hmm. and <laughs> large, large percent. But honestly, let's talk seriously about this. Yeah. He was a human being. He was a baby mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. He, he had he had to have had friends at some point. I mean, mm. at least one. Somebody loved him. He, he became an adult mm-hmm. and it's hard to get there without any love. Right. You know what I mean? Or any any goodness in your life at all. Mm-hmm. I can't help but to think that he had some level of goodness at some point in his life. And yet we think of him only as this evil character. Right. You know, I don't know. I know. I mean, I mean, he had like what Ava Braun. He had people around him that yeah. that cared about him. You know, he had to have some decent relationships. It was it was just that, you know, killing six million plus people um, yeah kinda, that tends to overshadow yeah, it makes people not so i get it i get why, i get why he's thought as of as an evil he's thought of for a hit what he did yeah but um the name hitler is it, what it is synonymous for, for evil <laughs> i mean i get it i get that part of it that uh-huh. just, that also doesn't take away from the fact that he wasn't a hundred percent evil right there there is some and when I say evil, I don't mean it in the biblical Judeo sort of sense of this is good and this is bad because I fucking say so. Yeah. I, I mean, there it, there wasn't a hundred percent of him that just liked to kill people. Mm-hmm. There had to have been a part of him that liked some people or another person. He, he liked people that were like him. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. He was an asshole. Well, you know, we're not here to talk about Hitler today. That's true. Believe it or not. <laughs> this podcast episode is not about Hitler. Are you sure? <laughs> <clears throat> We're here to talk about Jediism. Yeah. It's an ism. Is it? And like all isms, um, that comes with baggage. Right. Both. Well, but what do you mean by ism? An ism is a, like a belief system. A, a uh, you know, a... It's, some, it's like a form of mind to adopt. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's, it's something that you... Um, that you sort of believe in it's a, a, a usually it's a, a a system of beliefs but mm-hmm. i mean you know it's it's something you've adopted as something that you identify with right um you know we we've talked about 
dudism. That's true. We've talked about um, Church of the the Subgeniusism. Ism. (laughs) Bobism. You know, and and as part of our ongoing exploration here, we're, we're trying to talk to as many cult leaders as possible. Right. And leaders of, or at least as high, as high as we can go in these organizations. And yeah. As, as, preferably as, the leaders. As preferably the leaders. We've been lucky with that so far. Um, we're trying to talk to as many like parody yeah. re- religions as possible and include that in with what people consider non-parody religions, which... <laughs> there, that's a debate. I don't know if there is such a thing. That's a debate in and of itself. Um, but, you know, so it's fun. These um, these kind of conversations are fun for us. Yeah. So that's why we have them. Well, it's important to know. It's kind of like the difference between, I, I hate to say this because just, I don't know, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking put myself in a box right now. It's it's kind of the difference between professional wrestling and an MMA mm-hmm. match. Right. Um, you know, the real religious things are are real. Mm-hmm. Right, They're, those are fucking real beliefs, dude. <laughs> those gods exist, yeah. Right, uh huh. And in a WWE event, right, those are fake. Those are right. just made up characters with plots. But we're all and- <laughs> agreeing, we're all pretending together that right. it's real, <laughs> right? So that's the difference. Does that some gods are real, <laughs> right, <laughs> and some gods aren't? <sighs> yeah. Uh. So when you when you think about it that way. Yeah. Then it's all religion absurd. becomes parody religion. Right. Uh, and so we is, have to we have to talk to these people yeah. just as much as we talk to any other kind of religious frame mm-hmm. of mind because we take those We consider them all the they're same. They're equals. Yeah. As far as we're concerned. So So today we're talking to Brother John. Yeah. Um John Henry Fallen 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 Fallen. Fallen. Um sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name that's all right we'll, we'll figure it out he is the uh, the founder of the temple of the jedi order which is sort of a branch of jediism mm-hmm. i think inside of jediism there's a bunch of different groups oh okay i didn't know that and uh so this is one of them and this guy's the founder of it and i don't know what else to say about him but i'm interested to see what he has to say about it yeah we're gonna find out as much information about <laughs> the jedi religion yep um how much of it is based on the movie. Right. How Which much they don't like to, I think they try to distance themselves a little from the movie. That's probably for legal purposes. Yeah. But you know, they, at, they use made the force be with you yeah, at they, the end of the thing that right. they have on their site. So there's something about it that references the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, just calling it the Jedi, whatever the is, temple of the you're Jedi referencing order. the movie. You use the word Jedi, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're talking about the fucking movies, but, uh, regardless, it's more of an Eastern style philosophy, sort yeah. of a non-theist, yeah. non-theistic philosophy. Philosophy, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's going to say. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm curious how this is going to go. This will be interesting. Hopefully, we don't, you know, make ourselves look too stupid by being <laughs> stone like we are. <laughs> um, but first, I think it's time for a little muck with Chuck. Muck with Chuck. Hello. Fuck you. What's up? I know. I know. What's going on? Oh, not much. Remember we were talking not too long ago about uh, going into the deep web and checking it out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting here looking at uh, my my guy, Takedown Man, and and the title of his newest uh, blog is 10 Reasons Why Girls Should Have Sex with Dogs. (laughs) Awesome. 
So who's Takedown Man? He's this guy that, that does nothing but go into the deep web and, and finds this crazy shit like this and <laughs> exposes it to us. Sort of reports on it. Yeah, I mean, he's the only one that's crazy enough to go there, I guess, and, and do it. Because there's really no one else I can really find that goes into it. Because it's really a scary place to go. So, you know what? Uh, better him than me. Do you know what? He, you know what he wouldn't if he had this certain thing. He wouldn't even need to search the internet if he if he used the force, Chuck. He needs to use the force. If he used the force. Yeah, I know. Are you uh Are you a fan of the Star Wars? Oh yeah. Did Did you watch Absolutely. the most? Did you watch the recent movie? No, I haven't. You probably don't want to listen to this episode then. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ruin it for you. <laughs> uh, we revealed some spoilers. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and the reason we did that is because we're actually meeting with the founder of the, what was it called, Brian? The Temple of the Jedi Order. Yeah. We're, we're actually talking to him in a few minutes, so we wanted to call and get uh, your take on it. What is he, like a big fanboy or something? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, he must be a fanboy, but they don't. They try to disassociate a little bit with the movies, but um, it's like a sort of a parody religion um, based on the Jedi yeah. kind of mindset. It's a 501c. I mean, they set themselves up as a, as a, as a real religion as, yeah. as much as you can in, in this country. <laughs> well, of course they do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they call themselves the Temple of the Jedi Order, which is just sort of one little branch of uh, a bigger Jediism sort yeah. of movement. Um, and going through their website, what I notice is that they talk a lot about kind of the pseudo spiritual mental attitudes about being a Jedi. But I, I see no mention in some sort of cardio routine, <laughs> or maybe maybe some weights, or yeah. or some technique, <laughs> no parkour, some martial arts training, or something. No. I don't see any of that. So. Or deep knowledge of space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An understanding know. of something like that would be would be helpful. You know, I, I would think. So, so what do you um? Would you want to join the church with us? Because we're thinking about partaking. You want to become a Jedi apprentice? How, how much does it cost? First of all, <laughs> I don't. It know. costs your whole life, Chuck. Yeah, your soul. <laughs> you don't want to go to the dark side, do you? I'm sorry, Satan's already got my soul. That's why I'm on the naughty list. <laughs> right. uh, well, we'll try to get a hold of the Church of Satan and see what happens. Well, <laughs> why don't we do this? Brad and I are getting ready to call this guy and talk to him, and uh, we'll find out what it takes to become a Jedi Master, and then we'll get back to you on it, see if you really want to do it. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, man. Look, see ya. Later. Bye. Luck with Chuck. <clears throat> So why don't you tell us, um, what's your first memory of Star Wars? Well, I was just turning 17, and I, let's see, it had been actually been out about a week. Okay. And, um, um, which, because I was, my birthday is June the 4th, and it came out May 25th. So um, I had, I, like, I mean, I was virtually like, I was like right at 17. Um, and, um, I, um, was just really enchanted by it. Um, I had been always, you know, very, uh, interested, uh, and first, you know, it, you know, I asked complicated questions about religion. I mean, I remember 
like our first year of Sunday school, like which we started in first grade. And back mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I was in the Catholic church, and like you had to get ready for your first communion, you know, to understand how serious it is. Mm-hmm. And of course, back then, I mean, you didn't touch it. You know, I mean, the, the priest said, no. you don't take it, you don't take it home and you don't spit it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I could be so dirty you know, right now, but I'm holding back. I'm just warning you. Right. I just realized what I was saying. <laughs> That's right. No hands. Okay. Ah, well, those are the days. So, um, no, but I asked questions then, like, the first thing I said, uh, I don't remember the exact words I used. You know, this is in 1966. Uh, people probably use different words than they would use now. With you know, So basically, I asked the question, I said, were Adam and Eve white or black? Mm-hmm. And because, because I wanted to know, I said, well, if they were white, then where did... The color. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm, I am quoting my six year old self from 1966. Uh, we don't say that nowadays, okay? I mean, back, <laughs> if they were white, where did the black people come from? Right, right. And if they were black, where did the white people come from? Right. And so the teacher goes, Well, the Lord works in mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. She probably didn't know and, about uh, evolution, though, so that was... So, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, actually, the Catholic Church is perfectly okay with evolution now. Right. And, and that, you know, and, and they said, look, this is a parable, you know. Right. Anyway, though, it, I mean, I was thinking about, you know, things like that, you know. And I wore, you know, just, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, I wanted the, the details, uh, like, you know. Uh, but anyway... So, uh, I had, uh, we had, see, back then before Star Wars, we had Star Trek, and while it wasn't quite as religious, it was like quasi-religious. In other words, we had hopes for the future, uh, we kind of emulated Spock, in other words, you know, it was like, that that was not being emotionless was a virtue. Mm-hmm. But being able to be rational and not let emotions control you, mm-hmm. okay? And and I mean, and, and there were and still are. But I mean, back I mean, I remember like you in high school, you know, no Star Wars. I mean, it was Star Trek Club. You just got together and so anyway, Star Wars to uh, uh, very much. It was a very impressive feeling. I mean, I just left it and the. The, the aura of it, you know, stayed with me. Not not a, but for mo- on multiple reasons. It it hinted at these big, incredible uh, previous events that had happened that you know were a mystery. You know, mm-hmm. like I even wondered. Then I said, "Oh, I'd love to know what went on between you know Obi Wan and Darth Vader." But, but then the thought of the Force um, as a non uh, personified deity, mm. but as a higher power that, in other words, that assisted you, but yet did you come out. It was just very, very, very appealing. And I didn't make the connection till later, 
but I realized that that you could you could pretty much uh, read the Tao Te Ching mm-hmm. um, and substitute the force for the Tao, and it works just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, one of the things that that you know that we show people uh, that we teach and that you know, that we bring up, you know. Uh, so skipping ahead, of, skipping ahead a bunch to, uh-oh, I have, I have a little baby puppy here. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby, little, tiny, tiny little thing. Um, okay, skipping ahead to 10, ten years ago. Okay. This was right after Revenge of the Sith. There were some Jedi orders online, and the one that I knew about, now they're, they're gone now, but they were called JediSanctuary.org. Mm. They, are, they are gone. Mm. But they were trying to be an online church. Um, and I think it was that they didn't quite understand um, the legal issues involved, and they didn't understand what would allow them to ordain ministers or not. I'm guessing because I haven't asked them. But something that bothered me about them is that they were doing it, but there was a, a little bit of a timidness to it. In other words, they're saying, well, we're church, but we don't give any degrees or, or, or stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, we're a church, but if you want to be a minister, you need to go over to the Universal Life Church. Well, there's nothing wrong with the Universal Life Church. But I said, what the hell? Yeah. I said, I mean, damn, I mean, what? It just, I said, yeah. I said, no, 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 no. And so I looked into it and I said, no. I said, well, not only do does this not conflict, you know, because I have my own thing. And I mean, it's a real, uh, it's, it's a real blend of stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, there's involving humanism, transhumanism, uh, Buddhism, Taoism, progressive Christianity, uh, free thought, blah blah. I mean, you just, it just, we'd be here all day. I, there's no name for it. And if I could think of one, probably have eighty still. Anyway, <laughs> I said. Now I said this makes this makes sense, and I said it is way past time that there was a Jedi church that said, hey, I am a Jedi church, and yes, we ordain our own people, and we, get, we give classes, and we, um, we give, degree, you know, religious degrees, you know, mm. church degrees. And so I got Temple of the Jedi Order started, and that was in late 2005. Okay. Um, and I said, let's I said I got really tired of people saying that that Jediism wasn't a valid religion because I mean I knew that it was. Now I will be the first to tell you, and anybody that spends en- enough time on the site and is extremely knowledgeable in comparative religion would realize that we are just that we are not terribly different than Unitarian, the modern Unitarian Universalism, mm-hmm. just with our own 
little bit of special flavoring, a little bit of secret sauce. Your own language. But it's no, it's not particularly different. Mm-hmm. We also, I have said this very carefully because very few people know what, what progressive Christianity is. Okay. Okay. We're not a Christian church, but Christians are absolutely welcome as long as they do, as long as they have no conflict with, on our page where we say Jedi believe. Okay. Now, if you believe that women shouldn't be ministers or shouldn't have the same rights as, as men, go somewhere else. Right. If you believe that gay people, that something is wrong with them, they shouldn't be able to get married, they shouldn't have the same rights as non-gay people. Hit the road. Well, I mean, it's, we're not for you, and don't waste, waste your time. Jump right? in your speeder and head across the desert. Right. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Um, Go join Boba so, Fett. Uh, okay, or not Boba oh, Fett? What was it? Jabba. Go join Jabba the Hutt. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a he's got a little pet he'd like for you to meet. So, yeah. um, Again uh, with the sexual references. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just started off with that. That's not. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> So before uh, we, before we get a little bit further, did you how how deep for your um, love for Star Wars? How how deep does it go? I mean, do you have like a memorabilia collection or, do you, okay, or that kind of thing? It's, okay, okay, I okay, I never read a single expanded universe book. The first are a comic book. The very, very, very first Star Wars book that I ever read was the novelization of Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. It came out about a few weeks before the movie back then. And by then, I just, it was killing me to know exactly how Anakin went over to the dark side. Yeah. And so that book I got and I read. But I was one of those people that was movies only. Now, I know people that have read every expanded universe book that that ever came out and all that. And when they declared that that was not canon anymore, they were just having, uh, you know, just having fit. And I said, who cares? I never read it anyway. I said, so much the better. Now I don't have to try to to read all that stuff. But I'm sure there was some good things in it. But, you know, it just was just just too much. Basically, I'm somebody that looked at the story. In other words, it was either in the movies or it wasn't. And um, and that's what I cared about and went by. And um, in that sense, I you know, every so often I'd rewatch him. When I heard that there was going to be new movies and everything, I just was I just was so thrilled. I didn't know what to do. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I said, well, it just, you know, it deserves it, you know. Right. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, how much uh, of how much of um, the religion is based on the movies then? Um, little, little bit. I mean, see what people people do not understand 
the difference between being based on something and inspired by something. Yeah. We use a few names for convention, and we look at the movies as a parable, along with lots of other stuff that's been around a long time. Like I named the Tao Te Ching, mm-hmm. okay? and Joseph Campbell, and Alan Watt, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, God. Cat's got my tongue, and I'm not going to embarrass myself and pronounce some other philosophers and, and everything. It's very, very, very rich and varied. Okay. Here's, what, here's what we look at. Here's the way it goes. There are, there are real British secret agents. Okay, no problem. Okay. And there's James Bond. Okay. Mm-hmm fictitious one who, you know, like kind of really beats a lot of odds. And, you know, yeah. There are real doctors in hospitals. And then, and I, I really love this show, there was House MD. Mm. Okay. Nobody has any problems with that. Mm-hmm. The only thing was is that before there was fictitious British secret agents and before there was fictitious doctors, in stories and plays and movies, it just so happens the real ones came first. Yeah. Okay. The only difference is this is this is the the order is different. Okay. First came along fictitious Jedi that are in fiction in the galaxy. Even in the fiction, it's a galaxy far, far away. Right. Uh, and it happened a long time ago. And. At least around that galaxy, they have this thing called, you know, the Force. Again, it's fiction. So we took a step back, and our thing is, all right, in this galaxy, on this planet, what would a Jedi be? What would a Jedi be? Mm -hmm. In other words, and basically we start from a Jedi is a guardian of peace and justice. Okay. Peace and justice. Extrapolate from there. Okay. You, for instance, you're not going to get justice without truth. You're probably not going to get justice without awareness. You're not, you know, it's not going to come through, you know, ignorance. Being at peace. If uh, you are troubled, if you have a troubled mind, uh, there's almost um, there's very few physical pains that are worse than than a mental anguish, which is which is a genuine torture. You know, people can stand a lot of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, it sounds so simple to me when I explain it, and I tell you, trying to get something that is so simple across because people because people confuse us with with costume players, which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Hmm. So you're not like a cosplay church or something. Not at all. But if people say, hey, but I will tell you something. Um, I have a uh, Anakin FX lightsaber with the blue blade. Mm, And I have the the prop replica, which they only made 1,500 of the things, of, uh, of, uh, of Palpatine's 
lightsaber, which you never, never got a good look at right. in the movie. Even, I'm just even say. framing it, you don't get a good look at it. It's really, really pretty. Uh, tempts me to be a Sith. And, um, but, uh, in fact, there's actually nothing wrong. The, the real world Sith, we have no issue with, with them. Right. We've got one that is a leader of a large Sith community, and he posts on our site long. Um, he's not a member, but he is registered on our site and posts all the time. We're delighted to have him. He's very interesting, uh, gives good points, and we get along together just fine. There, in, in real Jedi, there are no issues. Hmm. It's just a slightly different way of approaching that. So, as a part of the religion, is is there really such thing as the Force that could be um, identified or anything like that? I believe there is. Um, the for it, 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 the Force. I have no doubt that there is the Force. Um, and as to what it is. I am not sure. You know, sometimes the only truthful answer to, to a question is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's dangerous is when religion, if, if they don't know it, they make it up and they tell you this is what it is. Yeah. That's what they... The certainty of religion. So the truthful answer to, is there a force I, could, I can tell you? I do believe that it is, but I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. But I can tell you some, I can describe aspects of it. Okay. I can tell you some things about it. If you said, well, do you mean the force, is it the force of good or evil that people organized together can bring about? I would say, yes, it is. Okay. If you would, if you would say, is it the ability to do something that can bring about sorrow or joy? or to harm, or to heal in something. And I would Mm -hmm. say, that is a part of it. And I would say, is it that part of, when I say, if I tell you, I am John, and if you were to say, is the force that part of you that existed way before you were born and will exist long after you are dead, I would say, yes, that's a part of it. Okay. So it's kind of a spirit. It's kind of it's kind of like a, a timeless, nameless, it is, it is, it colorless is spirit from the force. Actually, God emerged from the force because hmm. God Interesting. is only a is just a concept which everybody, including me, is wrong about. Mm-hmm. Any if, if you believe that you know something about God, the only thing you can be sure of is that you're wrong. Yeah, I got that. You cannot know. You can't know the unknowable. I've done enough okay. psychedelics to know that. Yeah. Oh, well, me. Oh, God, me too. <laughs> I tell you that. I, you, I, at least around here, except for mushrooms, boy, because <laughs> they grow wild, you know, all over the place. So, right. do you guys integrate right. the psychedelic experience into your religion at all, or at least? Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, I, people should not do this indiscriminately. Right. But, but these people, they just, I, I really, I just want to send them a sympathy card uh, when they say, oh, this is just escaping from reality. And it's right. Like, well, no, I mean, yeah, there are ways to escape from reality. I mean, I guess you could, 
you know, drink five martinis and knock down a Valium and a Vicodin, you know, maybe you know, fry a steak for a while. But, yeah. but I mean, as far as, as with, um, um, with, um, uh, these experiences that they, they let you see things. That, that, that you have not, that you wouldn't have seen. And they, they uh, well, I'm sure you know, um, um, let me see, this organization that I very much support. Oh, baby, baby, be quiet. Oh, good Lord. He's, he's having a good fight with a sweater. This, this is a miniature um, weenie dog to begin with. Oh, really? He's a midget. He's a midget miniature weenie dog. Wow, I little mean, teeny dude, huh? Spudsy. He is the tiniest thing in the world, and from hearing him, you might not believe that. He's no. I thought you had a Rottweiler I mean, back I, there. I just, I just, it slipped out when, when I, I remember when I was first um, holding him, I said, oh, my God, he's just a peanut. <laughs> but that, that turned into his name. His name is Peanut. Oh, and he Peanut. And he couldn't believe how tiny he is. He is, he is fighting with all his might against <laughs> his poor black sweater on the floor. Um but anyway, um, uh, it's um, uh, multidisciplinary. I think it's called MAP. Maps. Psychic Maps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Rick yeah. Doblin is big, the guy who. Yeah. Big supporter of that. Yeah. Um, I completely understand why somebody with a terminal illness could get great comfort for, for, from psilocybin. Yeah. Uh, I um, uh, when I was young, of all things, I had this. I had a morbid morbid fear of um, of what was it like to be dead. Right. And I mean Understandable. It was really into this harm. I mean it was just I just was it was just paralyzing. And it would come and go. And it was it was this was uh, well, I mean the statute of limitations I think for something that happened in nineteen eighty two it wasn't a murder, right? So I guess I'm covered. Well, anyway, we just did yeah, mushrooms I, last summer, so we're good. <laughs> and we yeah, talked about it on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just, just covering the base. Uh, but anyway. You I are in Texas, Texas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Went uh, picked some mushrooms. Okay. Like I so said, they're all, I mean, they're all over the place down here. I mean, just go to, a, you know, where the, where the cows are. Booking my trip to Texas right now. <laughs> oh, really? I'm just kidding. Uh, to come get some mushrooms. Uh, yeah, just come on down. Uh, well, uh, it, it, they start popping up around March. Okay. Yeah, don't have too much time. Perfect. Uh, uh, and I completely, as I saw, I just completely broke through that. And I said, well, no big deal, you know? Yeah. I can't really... How do you describe the undescribable? I mean, what, what do you do? But people that, that now, now I'm not, God, I'm not telling kids or young people or even older, don't run out in the, the pasture and start snatching up toadstools yeah. and kill yourself. Wipe the first shit off all, first before you do it. You damn well know what, you, what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, which luckily I had people to teach me and say, hey, this is a destroying angel. And hey, you know, this is a, this is a, this, and this is a fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when if they are done in <clears throat> under the right setting, the right care, and the right surroundings, it's absolutely life changing and yeah. trans- transforming. Finally, it looks like because I'm I'm 55 now, it, I'm living to see the day where this lunacy over marijuana—it's just the 
that people can come and kick down your door and kidnap you. Yeah, that's because crazy. Because you have a plant. My God, can you imagine George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin sitting around and somebody from the future saying, hey, you know what these idiots are going to be doing yeah. down the line? And they just, first of all, they'd say, oh, you don't mean it. You know? I mean, I'm, I don't know how they talk, but I'm just getting the conference. <laughs> and, um, and, um, and they just said, well, that's just a bunch of shit. We're going to put it in the Constitution that, that it's your constitutional right, you know, seeing it's, it's how we're writing it on hemp paper. You know? Right. And, and it's like, I mean, they just would never have believed it. Right. So I just thank God, I mean, that I've lived long enough to, to see something like that. I, it, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But, we uh, live in Oregon, so for us, we just go down to the store and buy it. It's no big deal here. Oh, now. my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, um, I've actually considered... Uh, there's some beautiful places in Texas. And listen, I know this is hard to believe, but there are actually areas of sanity. There's same people here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard that, uh, Austin. Other than, other than me. <laughs> um, and, and like around Austin, you know, that yeah. there's a lot. Um, in Houston, there's some. But, I mean, you know, I will, flat, I will go on the record, and I'm serious. When I see Ted Cruz and then I hear him too, I make sure that there's that there's a rubber made close because I just want to throw up. I mean, <laughs> not your guy, huh? <laughs> oh my God, he's a monster. <laughs> no, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he is a monster. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. He's, he's God, definitely part he of the dark side. He's got to oh be a Sith God. member. Or something. Listen, I w- I would much rather. I mean, if, if Palpatine was a real person, any day, any day, that would be a blessing next to that fact. That, that yeah. You guys should... Well, I don't even know. You, you guys should turn Trump into, like, your symbol of the uh, the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good way to promote your, your thing for the next his, year. His coupe doesn't do that for him. Right? <laughs> um, you know, we are not... Um, and, 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 I, and I'm... I'm following this, uh, we are a 501c3 right. PO, public, <laughs> public charity, mm-hmm. uh, and it is not legal for our organization to uh, promote a candidate right. or promote legislation. I know a lot of churches do that. But, you know, we're not going to do that as an organization. And I am not on that respect, I am not by any means expressing the opinion of Temple of the Jedi Order. Right. I'm expressing my personal opinion as as a voter. Now, yeah. Temple of the Jedi Order, we endorse no one. We, we don't condemn anyone. Uh, although, uh, it, you know, we certainly have no problem saying that, that the current, for example, that mandatory minimum sentences are inherently evil. They should mm-hmm. be abolished. Zero. I have zero tolerance for zero tolerance. It is guaranteed to lead to injustice because there's always strange things that'll happen that nobody considered mm-hmm. that don't fit the thing. Like, like a stu- two students that use the same asthma inhaler, and one of them runs out and forgets, and they're having an attack. And so you get kicked out of school and almost prosecuted because you handed over your asthma inhaler, the same one they have a prescription for. 
Now, yeah. is that just retarded? Uh, I almost said something. <laughs> is that just about his... Um, idiotic. <laughs> really? <laughs> Numbskullery. Really yeah, idiotic. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, um, uh, what are the beliefs... What, what are the beliefs of Jediism? What do you teach? What's the doctrine? We have... Um, we have we have guidelines. We have a creed that was adapted from what is commonly known as the Prayer of Saint Francis. Uh, we have a, a traditional sixteen teachings and twenty one maxim, and these are these are old and they're they're well known. And they are meant what they are. They are they're street lights for you. Okay, mm-hmm. they're not they're not absolute. Okay. Um, what it amounts to. Okay, and and I, let me let me I, I will distill this. Okay, I'm a Jedi, and I am a guardian of peace and justice. So here is what I believe. I believe in the force, and in the inherent worth of all life within it. I believe in the sanctity of the human person. And I oppose the use of torture and cruel or unusual punishment, including the death penalty. I believe in a society governed by laws that are grounded in reason, science, and compassion, not based on fear and prejudice. I believe in a society, and building a society, if we don't have it already, that does not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation, or circumstances of birth, like gender, ethnicity, national origin. I believe in the ethic of reciprocity. Moral concepts are not absolute. They will and do vary by culture, by religion, and over time, they evolve. I believe that there is a positive influence, a positive influence of spiritual growth and awareness on the society and the person. I believe that it is extremely important to have freedom of conscience or self-determination within a religious, political, or other structures. And I very much firmly believe in the separation of religion and government. In other words, separation mm-hmm. of church and state. Yeah. Freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of expression that that are that is where i can give you the the hardcore foundation of this okay it's going to get fuzzy if you go from there okay and sometimes people say oh y'all are just too fuzzy it's like because the person this jedi really believes this but this jedi kind of believes this i said well fine no problem we're, it's because we're like a cloud i can if i say a cloud everybody knows what a cloud is we don't have any problem with that. Except clouds don't stay still. Not only are there two that are ever alike, but from a distance, they might look still, but mm. they're in constant motion. I mean, if you kept looking closer and closer, you'd see the rolling mass of steam. I said, then they, they come, they go, they change form, but yet they're still a cloud. And that's kind of how it is with us. So based on this, based on this kernel, there are a wide variety. I mean, yeah. we have, we have, I have Christians, 
I have uh, agnostics. I have atheists. Uh, I mean, and, and all these is perfectly fine as long as, you know, like I say there, I can think of some variety of denominations of Christian that we wouldn't work work for at all. Yeah. Know? And, and, and they wouldn't, you know, I mean. Uh, but that's their problem, not yours. Right, but that's just not my problem. I mean, I I don't worry that stuff. So, how big and, is the church? Uh, any country that you've probably heard of, we probably have a few members from it. Okay. Uh, people come and go. Some are more active than others, and um, we. Uh, well, let me see. Let me just see for example. Yeah, generally. Okay, speaking. right now. Right now, online, right now, there are 13 guests, 43 members, okay. actually online right now as I'm talking to you. Wow, okay. So, and that's just logged in live. Yeah. So, you kind of have to extrapolate from there. I mean, there's people that are on every day. There's people that are on a couple times a week. Right. There's some people that come by and see what's going on once a month. There's some people training very leisurely. They're going to do their initiates program spread out over two or three years. There's some people that are so excited that, you know, we have to tell them that, uh, you know, that, 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 uh, that I, I, you know, I got to look it up in the book. It's a yeah. big, big business place. I'm, I'm, I, I don't remember every detail anymore. It's just too busy. <laughs> but, so, but you know, there's, uh, but yeah, sure. There's, there's a, a high art. Oh, and then of course, then we have our seminary where we train our clergy. Okay. And start off uh, that you that after after training and and interviews and. Uh, some, um, you know, various things, you eventually, you, you are a licensed minister. Okay. And after you have proved yourself that for a while, uh, then you're, then you're actually an ordination ceremony uh, where you become a deacon. And uh, again, after a, a period of time, uh, then we have the next level would be a priest. And uh, then the, the highest level of uh, our clergy are uh, bishops. Okay. And uh, uh, it's, um, uh, I know people say, oh, that's like the Catholic. Well, it's not just yeah. like the Catholic Church. There's there's, there's other church. I mean, which the Catholics took it from the pagans. And, right. and I mean, this is, this is not a new structure. Yeah, there's Catholics do it, but so do Episcopalians. I guess I just expected and, it to be like more like a, is there, is there a status of Jedi master that can be achieved? <laughs> Oh, we've got that. Well, you know, we have that. We we basically, the function goes around being night. And mm. then after some considerable service and successfully training of several nights, we have what we call a senior night. And then there is actually technically the rank of, of master. Okay. However, as a courtesy, a student, will always refer to their teaching night as master. Oh, okay. So is there and like a physical a aspect to this? I mean, do you have to train for it or? Oh, oh Lord, yes. Okay. Oh, God, yes. So there's yeah, like. You can't. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, you're welcome to donate, but that's not going to get you anything. You know right. I mean, uh, I mean uh, no, there is, there is extensive training. I mean, just our initiate program 
some of this stuff you, you can easily look up, and I'm going to be trying to repeat. But I mean, like if you go on the site where it says my POTJO, where you go down to studies, and you can see just our initiate program that you have to complete just to get a teacher is mm. the whole thing. That hmm. you go through. So there's a lot of there's I mean, a lot of uh, like loyalty to then amongst the members of this, I would imagine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You have to go. Um, in other words, you would have to, and it's, of course, it's fine to ask for help, and 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 it's but but in other words, there's a self-paced initiate program. In other words, uh, readings to read, videos to watch, or lectures to listen to, and, and then your commentary on it. In other words, what you got out of it. Do you agree with it? Uh, why? Do you disagree with it, which is fine? And why do you disagree? Mm. You know, it, but as long as you can explain it and defend it. And, and then, you know, words, the person has to earn the right to have then be admitted as an apprentice. And then they go under a night. I mean, it's a very big, hmm. big deal that that then they're, they're given um, an interview by an independent person that hasn't trained them, and then um, the the board of directors looks at all that and formally approves it. And it's, wow, um, it's it, it, it's expensive. Um, is there a, know, is uh, there a cost to the uh, the training? At, Absolutely, positively, not one penny. Oh, wow. Hmm. We refuse to do that like, well, there is one place that charges you to be a member and charges for training, and they make excuses for it, and that just makes me sick. Hmm. Uh, almost as sick as Ted Cruz. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. So how does, and, the, uh, how does the church uh, ooh, make... Well, I tell you, if he, if, if he becomes president, my ass is in trouble. <laughs> oh, I just, I just thought of that. That is a horrible thought. Well, anyway, um, we completely are sustained. And, I mean, you know, we, we, got, we have to have a pretty good-sized server to run this thing. It's, it's, it, no hosting plan could sustain the traffic on this hmm. site. It would just, just crash out. So we have, we have a real full-blown uh, uh, host uh, server leased uh, and, and uh, you know, and uh, where it's maintained and all that, but I mean, there's some there's expense, you know, in that, and of course, renewing our domain name and some other domain names we have, you know, for future purposes, very safe. Yeah. But we are totally and completely self-sustaining on free will donations. We have a little donate thing at the top. We rarely talk about it except for once in a while. We we just mention that. Yeah. And without naming names, we, we thank everybody, whether somebody's donated a dollar or several hundred, or some people sign up and they automatically, um, whatever, I guess through PayPal, they automatically donate $10. And we are very thankful for that. But we absolutely, there is no, not even a dollar do you have to pay to become a member and train and do everything. That's between you and, and your conscience and what, what you can afford, you know what, what we need, and, you know, we're here to, to give this service. And you know what? I, I wouldn't mind, like, maybe half a minute, uh, a personal gripe that, uh, you know, the, the, you know we're right. not the only Jedi organization. Okay. I mean, there is, for example, there is one called JediChurch.org that has been around seven years longer than us. Mm -hmm. However, 
they more they operate kind of on a system that's a little bit more similar to the Quakers, and that, that's great. Okay, but but basically they are a large discussion discussion group. They don't they don't have formal training, uh, and they don't um, ordain uh, ministers. But they they are a valid a valid church. Hmm. Okay, there are other places like uh, uh, that are not religious, but but they train people in. Um, as Jediism as a philosophy, uh, or as a social consciousness, or as a, a system of ethics, okay? I mean, you kind of mention words, they're related. But for instance, there's a, there's the Force Academy, there's the uh, Institute of Jedi Realist Studies, there's Temple of the Jedi Force.org. reason I'm naming all these places is they were around... Long before the one Jedi place that we are all absolutely ashamed of. Okay. And the media keeps perpetuating this myth. And I am going to name names because they have lied one too many times and I'm sick of it. Church of Jediism in the UK. This Daniel Jones kid that founded it, over and over, he just did an interview, just read an interview. Well, nobody's doing it, and so we started it all. I invented Jediism. Mm. A new religion is born. <laughs> now, there's just one problem. He did this in 2008. <laughs> and we'd all been around for years. Yeah. And the media, swall- the media swallows that like a fish in a worm, mm. and they repeat that crap. What makes us so sick about it is that they are the one place that if you want to be a member, you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. And if you want to train, you're going to pay. That makes us sick. Mm. But then for somebody to, to, to say, here I am, I'm a Jedi, look at me, I'm a Jedi, and to just keep lying over and over, and a big lie. I mean, you know, he tells everybody he's 28 when he's really 30. Okay, I can forgive that. You know, I mean, just the other day I said I was 54, and I'm really 55. But, you know, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. It wasn't in in a court or anything. But to sit here and claim you invented a religion when we've been doing it for years is one thing. The other thing is, is the hundreds of thousands of members they have, but nobody knows where they are. <laughs> Suspect. Okay. Let me give you an example of that. For fun, if you're, you're in the media, okay, well, here's a little research project for you. Okay. <clears throat> Just a second. Let me get my pencil. Just a second. Okay. Okay. But, okay I mean, go this ahead. Is fascinating. I mean, if somebody, I tell you, I swear, if somebody would do an expose, we're so, no, and this isn't me. This is the whole Jedi community are so sick of them telling these lies. It just is just enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I give I give an example right here. Here's here the, um, um, there the the old old the oldest church that's still in existence. Like I said, is called JediChurch.org. Okay. We then are the second oldest church in in existence. Okay, 
You can plug us into Alexa and see what happens. That speaks for itself. Okay. All right. They, Church of Jediism UK, okay, because it's churchofjediism.org.uk. Uh, and, and they have a lot of good people there. And these few people that sit there and keep lying over and over are doing them a great disservice. Okay, and and I'm not. But there's a lot of good good people there, and I want to make be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. What makes us sick is that the leaders of this relentlessly tell these same lies over and over again, and nobody ever calls them all on it. And the media just say, "Okay, well, you just told me that's true. I'm not going to fact check. I'm not going to do anything." Yeah. I mean, really, he should be over here running for the Republican nomination for president. <laughs> I mean, he'd be perfect for that, but not for a Jedi. No. Or a so-called Jedi. You know, yeah. anybody can wear a robe and wear wave around a toy light lightsaber, you know. And um, so um, um, you can check the sites on Alexa. Okay. And that tells the story right there. Nice. Um, uh, also... If you go to their Facebook page, and they have over 200,000 members, then why does their Facebook page say they only have a little over 2,000 members? Mm. And that's not the half of it. Let me tell you something. If I wanted to count everybody that has ever registered at my site, I could tell you truth. If I counted it that way, I could tell you I had 50,000 members, Mm -hmm. and I'd be a lying ass is what I would be, because there's people that register and log on once, and they never come back, and there's people that get on a few times, and they haven't been there in years, Right. and that's the same way it is on Facebook, Jesus in heaven, Mm -hmm. my God, but no, I just finished reading an article, ooh, the the founders of a new religion with over 200,000 members, right, He, he founded it a new religion years after it had already been started. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, shut up. Isn't it, isn't it more, isn't it more true that the religion is Jediism and the churches each, it's almost like, you know, like the difference between Christianity and the Lutheran and the Methodists and the Baptists. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? It's, (laughs) there's multiple denominations. I mean, there's schools of thought. On it, okay. Right. Um, that uh, seems more true. Like each one of your churches that kind of relate itself to Jediism seems like a, a a different church, but the religion itself is Jediism, and each church seems to have its own sort of interpretation flavor, yeah, of it. All right, people, this is the deal. Brother Phelan, Phelan made made some accusations in this episode. He threw down the gauntlet. He did. He threw down the Jedi gauntlet. And what he said was um, Daniel Jones um, wasn't the first, what did he say? He wasn't the first. Uh, he wasn't the first Jedi religion. Right. And everybody was ashamed of him. <laughs> he, had a, he had a few complaints. Right. So what we've done is we've invited Daniel on. And next week you're going to hear his um, rebuttals. Mm-hmm. His reply. Yeah. To the accusations thrown at him by Brother John. Stay tuned because I'm sure it's going to be an incredible episode. And you know what? There's a big argument over what Jediism means. Mm-hmm. 
Now, and then believe me, I can get somebody on here that, that, that would completely tell you that, that their idea is different. But I'll tell you mine first. Okay. Jediism is sharp for Jedi realism. Jedi, in other words, real Jedi. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you practice it as a philosophy, whether you practice it as an ethical system, whether you want to call it your way of life, or whether you say, this is my religion, uh, or if you want to say, no, this is just my way of life, and I follow it religiously, catch the pun. And um, so, um, to me, Jediism, just like there's humanism, and there's, there's secular humanism, and there is spiritual humanism, Okay, well, it's just real simple. There's secular Jediism and there's spiritual Jediism, and even that is splitting hairs. But there's a lot of people that say, oh, no, 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 it's, it's a lot more complicated. They're going to say there's Jedi realism, and then there's Jedi pragmatism, mm-hmm. and then there's Jediism, which mm-hmm. is the religion. I mean, there's long debates on the meaning of these, these words. Yeah. It's really a complicated thing. Language is always uh, such a tricky thing. It's kind of like trying to explain, you know, like you said before, yeah. your, the mushroom trip thing. It's impossible sometimes oh, it's, using yeah, language yeah, it's, to be it's, able to explain. A, so, hey, um, why don't you let us know how, how can we, how can the listeners find you? Do you, you guys have like a Twitter or a um, Facebook or any of those that people can find? But, very easy. Temple of the Jedi Order. Org. Okay, great. But yeah, I'm just we, we turned uh, ten uh, ten years old a month nice. ago. Uh, we are uh, officially listed in the IRS. We are a registered public charity, you know, recognized by the the government. All you know, good and, and all. Yeah, I and, saw you uh, even posted a link to your uh, your papers. On, online. And that was a, a major event. We yeah. were the, the very, very first uh, Jedi organization and Jedi ministry um, to, to be recognized by any government. Well, first, the United States, first to be recognized by uh, anyone, um, any government, anywhere. There's some others that are trying, and we're certainly rooting for them. They yeah. just haven't, haven't quite done it, hadn't quite got, got it right yet. It's a little bit complicated, but. But yeah. um, so I'm, you know, I'm very proud of that and very pleased. Uh, and well, um, I can say anything else. I mean, you're welcome. You know, uh, you know email me. Yeah. Uh, or PM, or like I say, get on the site. Any anything we can, you know, tell you about or help you with. I say it's just, it's just uh, kind of hard to do. It's so big and vast, and there's so much to it. We like yeah, vast. I kind of get lost. It's like, well, where you know. Where do I start and where do I end? But I hope I've covered some broad Yeah, you have. Points. Vast is kind of our thing, so we like that. We, we will continue to look into it, and we really do appreciate you um, coming on to the oh, show today. It was fun. Thanks, thanks, for, having, thanks for having a good sense of humor. We, we like that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I very much, uh, Oregon um, uh, and Washington around there is, is a couple of places I think I would love to visit. And, and I guess they'd let me into Canada. I'm not sure, but if they would, I'd like to check there yeah. out. I've never been that far up. Not, I've well, if you come up here, to get a hold of us, and we'll take you and buy you some weed. <laughs> oh, hey, that would be great. Yeah, I, I can bless it for you. Exactly, great. Go. That would be great. All right, with, thank with the fort. Exactly, thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Brother John. Right. We appreciate it. You're welcome.
Thank you for listening to the Evil Twin Podcast. To get the full Evil Twin experience, go to eviltwinpodcast.com and follow the guys on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Evil Twin Podcast. If you really want to show your support, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts on iTunes. And remember, first of all, are you? Well, first of all, 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 first of